Hornet Heaven. The Old Enemy. Written by Ollie Wicken. Read by Colin Mace. Earth Season 2022-23. In January 2023, a 40-year-old supporter called Turner Wilkes leaves the main part of heaven and goes through the ancient turnstile to watch an old game. I'm looking forward to this. The match he's chosen is between two teams from Watford. I love a Watford derby. The game's being played in December 1887 at Little Casterbury. My kind of ground. Just a simple patch of grass. In sight of the Countess of Essex's elegant dower house. Not so keen on the neighbours though. Turner heads for where the game's about to start. He enjoys coming back here. There are no pitch markings because the rules of football at the time don't really require them and goal nets won't be invented for another four years. In 1887, football is still a simple contest of skill, courage and endeavour. No money, no politics, the way football should have stayed. He sees a handful of spectators beside one of the goals and joins them. He says, Afternoon all, nice day for it. So who are you lot cheering for today? No one answers. I've got no problem if you're supporting Watford Swifts. Good honest bunch of footballers, the Swifts. Don't mind them at all. Again, there's no answer. Anyway, you can't beat a town derby. My lot have got another one next week. We're up against Watford Church Institute. They're all right. Have you played them yet this season? Turner isn't expecting the other spectators to reply. He knows they're in the land of the living, on the other side of the astral plane, and can't see or hear him. But he always tries to make conversation at these old games. In all the decades he's been in the afterlife, he's never lost hope that one day, somehow, even just once, someone will speak back to him. We lost to Apsley End last week, 2-1, but we tried hard. I couldn't support a team that doesn't give it all. How'd you lot get on? It's human interaction that Turner's after. He craves it, because he hasn't had any since he passed away, 126 years ago. He's the only person in this, heaven. It's all right. You don't have to chat to me. I'm happy just supporting my team. Come on, St Mary's. Come on, Saints. Turner Wilkes is in the afterlife of a team called Watford St Mary's. When he died in 1897, he was the first arrival. And no one else has turned up since. Later, Turner is back in the main part of the Watford St Mary's heaven, chatting away. Back then, you could choose which team in Watford you wanted to support. Some of them had great names. Did you know there was a Watford Wanderers? There was even a Watford Orient and a Watford Wednesday. I'm not joking. He's inside St Mary's Church in the centre of Watford. I chose the Saints for my sins. <laughs> I think you're right, though. The team you support definitely says a lot about the person you are. The light through the window is fading at the end of another day. Turner is sitting in one of the many rows of wooden pews. And I still love everything about this club. Everything. Turner's sitting on his own. What I love most is that this club will never forget where it came from. We're humble. Honest to goodness. We've never got too big for our boots. The person he's talking to is up by the altar. You'd like us, I know you would. 
The person is carved out of wood and attached to a cross. You should get yourself along to one of our games sometime. No, really, you should. The next afternoon, Turner goes to watch another old game. It's another Watford derby. This occasion is livelier. It's October 1897, another 10 years on, and there's a raucous crowd of nearly 2,500 people pushing and shoving their way towards the pitch. Most of them are here to cheer St Mary's. Turner gives a shout as he arrives. You saints! But no one answers his call. Still, it feels good to be here. He likes to revisit a packed home game at least once a day in this heaven. He's after the sense of company, of course, but he also loves being in a crowd of people rooting for the Saints. The Saints are the reason he spent 126 years in an afterlife on his own, so he feels as though the crowd are rooting for him. Give us an S! Hey! Oh, suit yourselves. The game he's come to see today is a clash between the two main clubs in the town. Watford St Mary's are playing West Arts. Come on, Saints! This is the big one! Watford St Mary's and West Arts have been rivals for years. A few years ago they met in the semi-final of the Hearts County Cup, but today's game is a friendly, if you can call it that. Smash their tackles! Turner passes behind the heaving, swirling crowd that's just about staying behind the ropes around the pitch. St Mary's are the home team today. By 1897, they've left Little Casterbury and now play here on this patch of land off Wiganall Road, which everyone knows as The Bog. Turner's proud of the nickname. No one could accuse his club of being pretentious when they play at The Bog. The only building at the ground is a temporary wooden changing up. He passes it on his way to his usual spot, at what people call the sewer end. He hears a St Mary's fan shout out, What do you think of West Arts? Sewage! What do you think of sewage? West Arts! Thank you! That's all right! At the sewer end, there's a heady odour of unprocessed human ordure mixed in with a whiff of woodbines. None of the St Mary's fans care. They've only just finished their labour for the day and are getting it out of their systems with lusty, irreverent songs. The smell is appalling, but the sewer end shows the world who St Mary's are. They're the town's rough-and-ready team from the wrong side of the tracks. They're an underdog side with working-class roots. Turner likes calling them the everyman's team or the people's team. They certainly don't have the airs and graces of today's opponents. West Hearts, with their swanky pavilion at their swanky ground on Casio Road. Turner glances at the West Hearts team in their burgundy and amber stripes and mutters to himself, I hate wet farts. Turner isn't talking about the smell at the sewer end. Wet farts is what he calls West Hearts. He refuses to speak their name on principle. Horrible, stinking, wet farts. He doesn't only hate them because they're the local rivals. There's more to it than that. There's principle involved. Throughout the 1890s, West Hearts had financial backing from the town's middle and upper classes, and Turner believes that football shouldn't be about the richest team winning. 
They're just a bunch of hoity-toity toffs flashing their cash. West Arts are rich enough that not long before this game in 1897, they've started paying players. Turner thinks it shouldn't be allowed. It's unsporting. It turns football into a money contest. And it's led to a situation where West Hearts have just poached a player from Turner's team. Bobby Slaughter, who scored dozens of goals for St Mary's, has taken the West Hearts shilling. Turner is still disgusted about it, 126 years later. Wet farts are everything that's wrong with football. Soon, though, Turner is in a good mood again. He joins the other St Mary's fans in roaring their team on, as if they were watching a bout of bare-knuckle boxing or a dogfight. He shouts insults at Walter Glue and Ike Marsh in the West Arts team, the first two professionals to take the Toffs' money. And he cheers goals from St Joe Penny and St Eddie Cother. The goals were enough to give the everyman's team victory, despite West Art scoring from a penalty that Turner has watched hundreds of times over the years to try and find a reason that it shouldn't have been awarded. He makes his way back to the ancient turnstile past a couple of supporters settling their differences in a fist fight. Turner Wilkes is buzzing. We're the kings of Watford. You saints! The ancient turnstile brings Turner back to the main part of his heaven. He arrives in the North Chancel Chapel, the Essex Chapel. It contains memorials to the Earls of Essex who once lived at Casterbury House. The turnstile is in the wall beneath a stone scroll commemorating the sixth Earl, Arthur Algernon Capel, who died in 1892. The sixth Earl was a benefactor of Watford Rovers, as West Arts were known when they first formed and became president of the West Arts Club and Ground. Turner thinks it's an insult that the way in and out of games in Watford St Mary's Heaven is underneath a marble memorial to a former wet fart. It feels as though the old enemy have penetrated and occupied his heaven's inner sanctum. As a small act of defiance, Turner always holds his breath when he uses the turnstile, as if he might catch something. This time, he also glances at the marble scroll and says, 2-1 to the Saints. <laughs> one in the eye for you, Toffs. When Turner reaches the nave of the church, he remembers he hasn't done his daily check. Oh, oh yeah. He takes a deep breath and goes back into the chapel. Next to the ancient turnstile, there's an old hymn board that's part of the mechanism for getting to matches. Earlier, he put the numbers 9, 10, 1, 8, 9, 7 on the board, which got him to the match on the 9th of October, 1897. Now, he takes those numbers down and replaces them with today's date, 7, 1, 2, 0, 2, 3. He tries the turnstile. Come on, turn, but it doesn't take him to a game. Turner leaves the chapel and inhales again. No new game today then, yet again. He makes his way up the nave of the church. It's been a very long time since his daily check for New Saints games last ball through. The last combination of numbers that worked was 27-4-1-8-9-8. Since then, every day, nothing. He's had to make do with old games, with repeats. Turner Wilkes hasn't had a new Watford St Mary's game to watch for a century and a quarter.
Turner sits down at the church's organ. He taught himself how to play as something to do after it sank in that he couldn't watch new games of football. It's a useful distraction. For the first few decades after 1898, Turner spent every day wondering why St Mary's games had stopped coming. They couldn't understand it. Surely the Saints couldn't have folded, he thought. They had some money in the bank. For ages he suspected wet farts were to blame. Could the rich knobs have bought St Mary's out or something? But he had to stop thinking like that. It would have driven him mad. Instead, he now clings to the belief that his heaven developed a fault. It explains why he's only been able to go to old games. It gives him hope. As a result, these days in 2023, he spends much of his time waiting in for a repairman. Playing the organ makes the waiting more bearable, but it doesn't help with the loneliness. There were 2,000 or so St Mary's fans at the 1897 derby with wet farts he'd just come back from, and none of them can still be alive down on earth. He can't understand why they aren't all in St Mary's sanctuary by now. Even one will be better than none. But more than anything, he wishes his afterlife could be a large community of people, all from the same town, all supporting the same football team. It would be a proper paradise. There really has to be something wrong with his Evans' basic mechanism. Hello? Turner hears a voice. He stops playing. For the first time in 126 years, someone is speaking to him. Hello? My name's Bill Mainwood. Sorry to disturb you. Can I come in? Bill Mainwood isn't quite sure what's happened. He's found himself in the open doorway of a building that's almost completely dark inside. Until a moment ago, there was organ music playing. His first instinct was to turn on his heel and leave, but behind him, there's nothing. Nothing at all. Just a black void of space. In front of him, well, he's not sure. The organ music suggests it's a church, but the place is so dimly lit that Bill can't really tell. Is he still in Hornet Heaven? The afterlife for everyone who loves Watford Football Club, where he's head of programmes, or is he somewhere else? A few moments ago, he was definitely in Hornet Heaven. He was at an old game doing some research for this year's 125th anniversary of a historic event. Bill was watching a Watford Football Club match from a very long time ago, before it became known as Watford FC. The club started out in 1881 as Watford Rovers and changed its name in 1893 to West Arts. Then in 1898, 125 years ago this year, West Arts came together with its neighbours, Watford St Mary's, in what the local newspaper described as an amalgamation. The club has been known as Watford Football Club ever since. Bill had gone to watch West Hearts in their March 1896 Watford derby with St Mary's, two years before the clubs amalgamated. He'd gone to the bog with Charles Harrison, the man with the best nickname in Watford footballing history. Hold on, Bangy! Bill was hoping Bangy Harrison, who played for the Saints for many years, could give him some deeper background on St Mary's, who he feels have been the forgotten club in Watford's history since the amalgamation. With you in a second, Bangy! But while they were at the match, 
Bill had noticed that the temporary wooden changing hut beside the pitch at the bog was pulsating slightly. Golly, what's going on here? He'd left Bangy and had gone inside to investigate. And now he's here, in a church doorway. The hut must have been some kind of portal, he guesses. He calls out again. Hello. I don't mean to intrude, but can somebody help me? Hello? Suddenly a face appears in front of him. The face says, Golden Bennett! A man of about 40 is staring at Bill. He's got the weathered features of a labourer, and he's wearing the same scruffy sort of working class suit that Bill has just seen most of the home fans wearing at the 1896 game a moment ago. Bill recovers a little and says, Hello, only I'm not Gordon Bennett. <laughs> My name's Bill Maywood. Golden Bennett! No, as I say, I'm... You're the first person I've seen in more than a century. Golly. I thought I was never going to see anyone ever again. Hello, Bill Mainwood. My name's Turner. Turner Wilkes. Nice to meet you, Bill. Bill notices that Turner's eyeing his white work coat. It's what Bill used to wear down on Earth when he was working in his programme hut on Occupation Road. Repairman, are you? I beg your pardon? Come to fix the place? Not before time. I'm so pleased you're here. Actually, I... So let's get the formalities out of the way. Welcome to... Bill looks at a wooden plaque on the wall where Turner's pointing. Through the gloom, he can just about make out a carving of a Victorian-looking football and three words. St Mary's Sanctuary. The afterlife paradise for supporters of Watford St Mary's Football Club. Bill's amazed. He had no idea such a thing existed. Well, thank you. It's nice to be here. I'll tell you what, by the way. It's a good job this sign was here when I arrived. It's how I know what this place is. If it hadn't been there, I might have thought this was my own personal heaven just for me. Anyway, it's all official, and you can go and watch any Watford St Mary's game between 1885 and 1898. It's a brilliant place, even when it's not working properly. I don't suppose you're a Watford St Mary's supporter yourself, Bill, by any chance, are you? Uh, no. I'm not, I'm afraid. Shame. Just a repairman. Never mind, I can't have everything. Now then, there's two problems for you to fix, Bill. Sorry, Turner, I'm not sure I'm... First, no one else has joined me up here. And second, I haven't been able to see any new games since 1898. <laughs> Can you believe it? I haven't a clue what's happened since then. Bill already has a theory about what he seems to be discovering. When West Arts and Watford St Mary's amalgamated in 1898, maybe their heavens failed to amalgamate. And if Turner was the only Watford St Mary's fan who died by 1898, it would explain why he's been stuck on his own in St Mary's Sanctuary while everyone else has gone to the heaven for the merge club. Hornet heaven, as it's called these days. So it's not that the heaven needs fixing, Bill reckons. The reason Turner hasn't seen any new games since 1898 is that there haven't been any played in the name of Watford St Mary's. I've got 125 years to catch up on. I can't wait. While Turner gabbles away, Bill tries to get his head around how Hornet Heaven and St Mary's Sanctuary are physically connected. Presumably, he conjectures, 
The matches between West Arts and St Mary's exist in both heavens, with some kind of astral membrane keeping the heavens apart. Going there from Hornet Heaven, he must have been on the West Heart side of the divide, whereas someone coming from this afterlife would be on the St Mary's side. The portal must be a sort of hole in the membrane, which brings you to the entrance of the opposite heaven. Turner says, So, do you think you can sort the problem out, Bill? Bill smiles to himself, because all he's got to do is tell Turner about the portal. Then Turner can go through and join all the other fans of the old St Mary's in Hornet Heaven. Bill's certain that Turner will love finding out that his club became part of Watford Football Club, who, in 2023, have been one of the top 30 successful clubs in English football for years. He'll absolutely love it. Bill grins at Turner. He's going to make this poor, lonely man very happy. He says, Oh yes, Turner. I can sort this out. No problem at all. Meanwhile, in Hornet Heaven, Bangy Harrison can't find Bill Mainwood anywhere. He's still at the game where Bill went missing, the 1896 Watford Derby at the bog. Where are you, Bill? It's usually Ismail Asar who goes missing. When he was 25, Bangy played for St Mary's in this game. He can see the younger version of himself on the pitch, but he can't see Bill anywhere in the seething, volatile crowd. If Watford's season so far is anything to go by, you've probably cried off with a hamstring injury. Bangy's starting to grumble because he didn't want to come back to this game. He thinks the quality of the football at the bog in 1896 is as terrible as the smell. It's all kicking, rushing and barging. It looks like a rubbish game of rugby. He's not surprised if Bill suddenly had enough. He carries on searching, though. He walks past the wooden changing hut and fails to notice that, almost imperceptibly, it's pulsating. In St Mary's Sanctuary in the church doorway, Bill's looking forward to telling Turner that there's a portal to another afterlife where he can go and watch the 125 years of new games he's missed. Bill can't wait to see the joy on Turner's face. But before he can break the news, Turner sets off into the nave of the church. Come on, Bill. Time to get cracking on the repairs. Wait, there's something I need to explain, Bill says. Can we sit down for a minute? Follow me. I need to show you how the place works. Oh, OK. Actually, I suppose that would be useful. Bill wants to understand how St Mary's Sanctuary operates because he's had an idea. In Hornet Heaven... He'd been trying to think of ways to celebrate 2023 as the 125th anniversary of West Hearts and St Mary's joining forces, and now that he's discovered the portal, he's realised that he could bring Hornet Heaven residents to old St Mary's matches on one of his magical history tours. As Bill follows Turner past the empty rows of wooden pews to find out how you get to games in this heaven, Turner says, I bet the wet farts afterlife doesn't have these problems, Bill. I beg your pardon, Bill replies. The wet what afterlife? The heaven for the toffs from Cassio Road. The knobs with all the money. West Arts, you mean? Oi, you're not allowed to say that word out loud in this place. That's sacrilege. Bill stops in the aisle. He's starting to sense a problem he hadn't foreseen. Oh dear, have you got something against them? They're our deadly rivals. Them from across town. 
I can't stand them. Bill can relate to this strongly. In Hornet Heaven, he often uses a similar phrase himself, them from up the road, to avoid saying the name of the team he can't stand. And, now he thinks about it, he can see that Turner would feel the same way about an amalgamation between St Mary's and West Arts, as Watford fans would feel about an amalgamation with the filthy atters. The thought is so grotesque that Bill reaches for the end of a pew to steady himself. What's up, Bill? You all right? Bill is realising that solving Turner's problem isn't going to be as easy as he thought. Whoopsie. Yes, I'm fine. But, um, do you really hate, um, wet farts? Or are they just sort of pantomime villains, really? Oh, no, Bill. This runs deep. But don't get me started. Come on, Mr Repairman, come and fix things. But I'd like to hear more. It sounds important. Well, in one sentence, they're rich knobs who want to take over the world. Golly, what makes you say that? Plenty. The way they only got started because their mate, the Earl of Essex, did them a favour and let them train in Casbury Park. The way his lordship leased them land for a home ground. The way other rich folk gave them money to build a pavilion at Cassio Road. I see. Basically, wet farts got other people to put up the money and bought their way to success, making sure no one else got a look in. Bill's amazed. For the first time ever, he's seen parallels between Watford and Manchester City. Not on the pitch, obviously, just in the way they've both had wealthy backers manipulating things behind the scenes. The only difference is that Watford were doing it in the 19th century. St Mary's managed to survive and challenge the Toffs, at least until this heaven went and broke, but I don't know any more after that. What I do know is that wet farts were busy ruining football. Listening to Turner, Bill Mainwood is thinking something he's never thought before as a Watford supporter. He's thinking, are we the baddies? He says out loud, goodness, so, uh, it sounds as if you wouldn't want to visit their heaven then. Ha! <laughs> I'd love to pop in, Bill, but only to smash it up. I bet the Earl of Essex has made sure everything's all posh and perfect in their heaven. I'd like to go there and wipe the smug smiles off their privileged faces. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> you'd smash their heaven up? Definitely. There'd be so much to repair, you'd be busy for the rest of eternity, Mr Repairman. You'd be in your element. <laughs> I'm not kidding, by the way. Bill sits down on the pew. He hadn't been expecting this. Sorting out Turner's problem isn't going to be as easy as he thought. And he doesn't blame Turner at all. He knows how Wimbledon fans felt about having their club moved to Milton Keynes by a rich businessman back in 2003. Turner's bound to feel very much the same way if he finds out that rich men have got hold of his club. He hears Turner ask, You all right, Bill? Yes, I think so. Sorry, have I upset you? I didn't mean to. I thought, if you're an afterlife repairman, it must be because you love repairing things. I mean, you are a repairman, right? Bill hesitates before answering. At the moment, Turner seems nowhere close to accepting the idea that his club has merged with the rivals he despises. So Bill can't just blurt out the revelation. He's going to have to find a way of making the St Mary's fan receptive to the news, and this will mean taking time to get to know Turner better. 
maybe letting Turner think he's in the presence of a repairman without actually lying to him, of course, will buy some time, Bill thinks. He replies, choosing his words carefully, The truth is, I love fixing things, Turner. Oh, good. So why don't you give me a quick tour of this heaven of yours? The more information I have, the better. Great. Let's get cracking, Mr Repairman. I tell you, Bill, this is so exciting. I've wanted to be with other St Mary supporters again for so long. Bill and Turner go through the ancient turnstile in the wall of the Essex Chapel to watch a Watford St Mary's game at home to Tottenham Hotspur at the bog. Billy's amused to see that they get to the game by putting the numbers 29, 2, 1, 8, 9, 6 on a hymn board. He's less amused when they arrive at the sewer end. The back of his throat burns from the vile stink. Turner shouts, You saints! and adds, I love this place, as Bill mops his smarting eyes with a handkerchief. As the game starts, Bill reflects that all the pre-1898 Watford games he's seen in the past have involved either Watford Rovers or West Arts, because those are the only ones you can visit in Horny Heaven. Yet what he's watching here is an old Watford game too. It's on a forgotten branch of Watford Football Club's family tree, the Watford St Mary's branch. It's an exciting thought. The portal changes everything, he tells himself. Watford fans can now discover a whole new seam of the club's history. St Mary's Sanctuary can serve as a wonderful new wing of Hornet Heaven. He says to Turner, So, you played Spurs. I'm impressed. We held them nil-nil. Not bad for little old Watford St Mary's, eh? So, you see St Mary's as the underdogs, do you? Definitely. Tottenham and Wet Farts were both in the Southern League, but we couldn't afford to play at that level. That's why it was always so good when we beat Wet Farts. A month after this Tottenham game, we beat the Toffs 1-0, March 1896. Want me to take you? Only 15 minutes ago, Bill was watching the March 1896 game from the West Hart side of the Heavens Divide. Something he doesn't want to accidentally reveal, so he plays it safe by saying what he thinks Turner would like to hear. No, thanks. From the way you've described them, I don't really like the sound of wet farts. <laughs> Good man, Bill. Next, Bill follows Turner to watch Watford St Mary's playing in the FA Cup at Aylesbury United in 1897. He's familiar with the cup history of Watford Rovers and West Hearts, but he had no idea St Mary's played in it too. He's impressed again. Turner says to him, Look, here we are in the best football competition on earth. We never had the benefit of privilege, not like the toffs from across town, but we weren't afraid to get stuck in and take on all comers. I call us the everyman's team, Bill. Bill smiles. He's enjoying being with a football fan who's proud of his team and what it stands for. The question is... Can he get Turner to feel the same way about Watford Football Club? And if so, how? But then a sudden thought alarms him. What if Turner learns about the merger before Bill has worked out how to break the news? It might be a catastrophe if Bangy Harrison discovers the portal at the 1896 derby 
he might arrive in St Mary's Sanctuary and spill the beans. Golly, what? What's wrong, Bill? Sorry, did I say that out loud? I, I was um, just thinking that um, um, that was a very sturdy tackle by the St Mary's fullback. Oh, right. <laughs> He's great, isn't he? He's my all-time favourite saint, Jack Cotha. Bill doesn't need to be told it's Jack Cotha. He recognises Jack Cotha. He was speaking to Jack Cotha earlier today in Hornet Heaven. And the sight of Jack makes Bill worry even more. Any number of people in Hornet Heaven might start coming through the portal. Any one of them could give the game away. Bill decides he better get back to Hornet Heaven quickly to prevent any such disaster. A few minutes later, Turner is playing the organ while Bill gives the hymn board a quick test with different combinations of numbers. Turner doesn't know why, but when they got back from the old FA Cup match, Bill said he wanted to try out a couple of other dates, one from May 1984 and another from May 2019. Turner doesn't usually smile as he plays, but he does now. He's loving Bill's company. He thinks they're going to be great mates. And of course, he'll love Bill even more if Mr Repairman can mend St Mary's Sanctuary so that all the other Watford St Mary's fans in existence can join him here for the rest of eternity. Um, excuse me, says Bill. Sorry to interrupt you, Turner. Oh, have you fixed everything, Bill? What's the news? Are there going to be Saints fans arriving any minute? Uh, nothing yet, unfortunately. I need to, um, go and check something. Turner frowns. Go? I just need to check something back at, um, headquarters. Heaven headquarters. But you're a train repairman, aren't you? Why would you have to go and check something? I'm afraid it's all quite complicated. Turner starts to worry. You are going to fix my heaven, right? I'm going to make everything wonderful for you. You sure you ain't doing a runner? Of course not. I just need to go and... Don't leave me, Bill. Turner didn't know he was going to say this. What? Turner finds himself saying more. Don't leave me. I've been on my own for 126 years. I just want to be with other St Mary's supporters. If you do a runner, don't be silly, I'll come back. I used to watch the Saints with my son. I spent years hoping he'd join me here. I've had to give up on that and... Turner feels Bill's hand pressed gently on his shoulder. He watches Bill's kind face say, I'm going to sort everything out for you, Turner. I'll come straight back. But how can I trust that you will? Turner watches Bill think for a moment. Then Bill lifts a small enamel pin badge out of one of his work coat pockets and hands it to him. What's this? There's a bad drawing of a moose and the word Watford. What's that about? Keep it while I'm gone. You can be sure I'll come back because it means a lot to me. I'm from Watford too, you see. What is it then? I can't make head or tail of it. 
It's got huge sentimental value for me. I can explain later. Turner looks up from the badge. He takes a deep breath and nods at Bill. Bill tells him, I won't be long. After Bill has gone, Turner carries on playing the organ. He's been waiting to have a conversation with someone, anyone, for more than a century. And finally getting to have one today, at last, has been emotional. He really wants to trust this Bill Mainwood, this repairman. Bill seems kind. He seems honest and straightforward too. Definitely more of a working man than a toff. Turner allows himself a chuckle. You wouldn't catch Bill Mainwood supporting wet farts. Turner starts to relax into his music after an eventful day. I reckon I can get Bill to support the good old saints. Then, suddenly, he hears a voice. Christ! What the hell just happened? Is there someone there? My name's Bangy Harrison. Where am I? Turner immediately recognises the name of the former St Mary's centre forward. He gets to his feet, overjoyed. Bill must have managed to fix the mechanism for new arrivals already, remotely. Turner cries out, Another saint in St Mary's sanctuary, finally! End of part one. The story will continue in part two of The Old Enemy. Hornet Heaven is written and produced by Ollie Wickham. It's read by Colin Mace. If you are interested in historical facts about Watford Football Club's early days and about Watford St Mary's, please visit watfordgold.org.uk. Thank you for listening.